What are you doing? I'm calling Marmy. Meg. It's time, Joe. No, we agreed. I know we promised each other that we wouldn't call Marmy and tear her away from Dad. At least not until he's done with his surgeries. But he's awake now. And Beth barely ever is. I talked to Beth yesterday. For five minutes. We've been at this hospital for almost a week now and she gets worse every day. But what if we call Marmy and then something happens to Dad and she's not with him? What if we don't call her and something happens to Beth and she's not here? We can't think like that. I'm not trying to be defeatist. I'm really scared. I'm scared too. Beth? Beth? The nurse says she hasn't been awake all day. She needs the rest. The rash still looks really bad. I know. You're sure this hospital has all her records? Yes. They know about the cystic fibrosis? Of course. That's why they put us in this ward. I was thinking, maybe I should call Boston Children's Hospital and make sure all her old records got transferred over. We've been here for a week, I promise you. No stone has been left unturned. (sighs) Right. Sorry. It's okay. I'm spinning my wheels, too. We've been in the hospital with her so many times. And she's always gotten better. You know it's never been like this. Please don't make me be the one to say it. We need to be on the same page. Yeah, you're right. It just seems too horrible to be real. I know. She could die of chicken pox. It's an awful thing. But you know that we could have ended up in the hospital with Beth over a far milder cold or flu. And we have, many times. Yeah. I'll hold off on calling Marmy for now, but we need to make a decision soon. Okay. Here, let me hold the phone. There you go. Hi, Beth. Miss you so much. I'm really hoping I'll get to visit you at the hospital soon. I'll be there to drive her the minute we get to go ahead. Miss you, Beth. Meg and Joe have been really great about calling and texting me with updates. And I know you've mostly been napping, but I wanted to record this anyway. I'm hoping maybe you can hear my voice. Joe promised me she was playing you the piano CDs I sent over, too. I hope the music helps. CDs? Beth, can you believe we live next door to someone who's an even bigger dork than us? Hey, I knew I'd find a use for them someday, and clearly I was right. Okay, I'm going to make you a Spotify playlist, Beth, because it's not 2003. I understand that you and Lori have a shared affinity for the piano, and that's nice and all, but... I really think you need the healing power of Robin in your life right now. Is there something else you want to add before we turn it off? I don't want to talk over you. I don't know. I can't do this. Do what? (sighs) Pretend to be cheerful. You don't have to. I am not going to send Beth some downer message and make her feel like it's her responsibility to take care of me while she's struggling to live or whatever. (sighs) I don't think she would see it that way. You don't know Beth as well as me. She's my sister. Of course. Sorry. She's not tough like Joe. She's sensitive. Emotional stuff affects her differently. I see. And Beth cares about everyone. You know? Like, everyone. (laughs) That's why she was at that protest in the first place. She doesn't even like crowds, and she braved the crowds alone. I'm so selfish. Don't say that, Amy. It's not true. It is. 
I know you and Joe and Meg are having a tough time, but even if you were there, I don't think you could have prevented... I know that. We all know that. But I still wish she hadn't been alone. Hey, she invited me too, you know. I don't have any good excuse for not being there. I think Joe's right about me being a spoiled rich boy. Joe is all talk. Do you really think she'd consider you her best friend if she actually thought that? Maybe. She doesn't have much of a choice. I'm her only friend. Yeah, well, you might be mine too. None of the girls from school have come to visit me. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I can't blame them. Aunt March is so creepy. It's too quiet. It even makes me miss Joe stomping around the house. I'd never been inside the place before dropping you off. I have never seen so many doilies in one place. <laughs> it's like living in a museum of doilies. Do you know what one of the worst parts is? What's that? I'm almost too embarrassed to say. <laughs> I won't judge. Sometimes. What I should be worrying about Beth, I'm worrying about me. Yeah? Yeah, like, what if I'm struck down by some freakish old-fashioned illness like her? I think it's a little different for her. I know. I don't even mean to think about it. It's not rational fear, but I'm scared to die. Who isn't? I've never even been kissed! And? I don't want to die without knowing what that's like. Okay. If you are struck down by a mysterious and fast-moving disease, I promise to kiss you before you die. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're making me seem crazy. You're not crazy. You're just worried. And honestly, I am too. Well, I hope you know how to edit better than Joe, because we can't send any of that to my sisters. For sure. I've been smacked around by Joe enough times already. Hi, Marmy. It's Meg. I'm sorry for all the calls. I think this is the uh, fifth or sixth message that I've left you. I'm not trying to worry you, but I'm getting a little frantic. I don't even know if these calls are going through and your phone isn't ringing. It just keeps getting sent straight to voicemail. I'm going to try John's phone again, but please, please call me back as soon as you get this. I need to talk to you right away. Okay, um... I love you. Bye. Call me. Hey, Lori, uh, it's me. Meg. I'm sorry to call you so late. I tried your house phone, but no one picked up. Could you call me back as um, soon as you get this message? I need you to pick up Amy and bring her over to the hospital. We got the go-ahead from the nurses for her to visit. So please call me ASAP. Bye. Beth? 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 Can you hear me? I hope you can hear me. I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should have, we should have taken this more seriously. We should have called Marmy. And I'm sorry that we didn't. We didn't want to believe that it was this bad. You've been so brave. 
it's okay if you want to to go. But I want you to know that I'm sorry, Bethy. I should have been there with you. I feel like I just stumble through life, but you always know what to do. You always know what's right and important. Please, tell me what to do. Tell me what you need. I would do anything for you. Beth, I love you. Miss March? Yes. Oh, nurse, thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Were you able to get in touch with my little sister? It's urgent. You have a visitor. Hi, sweetheart. Marmy! We were so scared. You wouldn't come in time. I'm here now. I'm sorry, Marmy. I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. You wanted me to be there for your father. Yeah. We're so proud of our brave girls. But you know your dad wants me to be here with Beth. Nothing's more important than our babies. Yes, Marmy. Beth? Beth, honey? Marmy's here. I'm right beside you now. Feel my hand squeezing yours? I'm here. Everything's gonna be okay now. Everything's gonna be okay. Did Meg call you, Marmy? How did you know it was time to come? Lori called me yesterday and arranged the flight. Lori? Yes. I'd say he went above and beyond the call of neighborly duty. You're lucky to have such a good friend. Hey, cut it out. My ears are burning. Lori! Thank you! It was nothing. I only did what anyone else in my position would have done. Oh, pull! Joe. Maybe we should let Beth have some alone time with your mom? <laughs> hey, hey, don't cry. Your mom's here now. Everything's gonna be alright. You don't know that! I don't, but I feel it. I'll never be able to repay you for this. I don't expect repayment. No. Really, you don't know how grateful I am. Beth needs Marmy here. Meg and I were too scared to admit how bad things had really gotten. If you hadn't called her when you did, it might have been too late. Oh, God! Hey, you can't give up on Beth now? Not when she's fought so hard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I never thought I'd hear those words coming out of your mouth. What? You're right. Oh, shut up. How can you tease me at a time like this? Made you stop crying, didn't it? And besides, you know I'd do anything for you, right? I know. Joe? Joe, come in here. No. Oh, no. Hi, Joe. Hi, Beth. I missed you so much. I didn't go anywhere. I missed your smile. Thanks for taking such good care of me. I didn't do anything. It was all you. Where are Amy and Meg? I'll step out and call them right now. Lori? Yep? 
after you call the girls. Could you let John Brooke know what's going on? He must be worried. Yeah, you got it. When is Dad allowed to come home? We're not sure yet. But he certainly won't be shipping back out anytime soon. Oh, I can't wait till he's here. Then everything will be perfect. Can we send a voice message to him now, Joe? No. No phones. You need to rest and gather your strength, honey. Joe, put that away. Hi, Grandpa. It's Lori. I know it's late, but, uh, could you pick me up from the hospital? Nothing's wrong. Don't worry. Beth's awake, actually. She woke up right when Miss March arrived, and it was kind of... Amazing. I'm pretty tired, so shoot me a text when you get this, I guess. Uh, And, uh, Grandpa, thanks for all your help the past few days. I love you. Bye. Little Women, a modern audio drama, is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com.